This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The BHP Podcast is presented by bowhunterplanet.com. Join the hunt. The BHP Podcast is probably presented by Element Outdoors, Cold Steel Knives, HHA Sports, Grind Life Coffee, Skull Hooker, Scott Archery, and Burris Optics. Hey everyone, this is Tim for Bowhunter Planet. Make sure you check out the new podcast, Respect the Game, wherever you find your podcast. The coronavirus has ripped through our society in such a bad way. So I wanted to take a moment to thank the first responders, our nurses, doctors, firemen, policemen, and military for everything they do and giving us a chance to fight this thing with the best of our abilities. Thank you from the BHP family to yours. everyone welcome to the bow hunter planet podcast uh, we're doing another live zoom meeting on the books tonight myself tim mazarana dave thomas jamie Noteboom, and on the phone with us we have dustin prevo burris brand ambassador <laughs> dustin how's it going man going man how are you guys doing good living good. the good. dream so we're all social distancing with you? <laughs> I, i'm that's exactly what i'm doing distancing my social activities <laughs> it's a mess isn't it it's crazy yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy man crazy it's hard what, I, what i'm finding is it's very hard not to talk about it like on different with different people yeah. on the show. We, we've been drastically trying not to cover the topic just because right. we talked about it in like four podcasts and i'm like guys we can't not, <laughs> i don't want to talk about it no more <laughs> but the problem is is something else keeps happening and then all of a sudden of it's like there's all this new stuff going on and then, and then, of course, if we have a guest, a guest on like yourself, it's like, okay, uh, you know, like, like we're going to have a uh, Hoyt on later tonight. Right. So of course sure. we'll be like, well, what's going on at the factory? What's going on with, you know, so yeah. those are the kinds of things that are going to, no matter what going to pop up and it's obviously affected everybody's daily lives. So it's not 100%. much you can, we can do with that, but um, live, so anyway, I, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Dustin, speaking of that on that topic though, still you're a frontliner, aren't you? Yeah, well, I, I am, and I just, uh, I'm on paternity leave. Uh, my second son, Waylon, was just born um, on the 31st of March, so I'm on leave for about a month. But yeah, it's, it's insane. It's crazy being down there. Down, I'm a fireman in Baltimore City, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's got <laughs> to be crazy right, right about yeah, now. I'm sure you're looking forward to uh, doing some hunting this year if we can yep. at this point. Yep. Um, I, what, what kind of hunting is your, your tip? Like, are you a turkey guy, deer guy? What do you usually do? So I'm both um, deer and turkey. Uh, I actually own a, a company called Mid-Atlantic Whitetail Solutions. And I, I run um, probably got about 25 hunters now. We do suburban hunting, um, but it's more of a management aspect. A lot of bow hunting, um, you know, whether it's parks, uh, we've done secret service training facilities, um, tons and tons of different, you know, government facilities in different areas we'll go in try to 
you know, 90% of the time they have an overpopulation of deer and they want them gone. Um, and obviously, you know, the best way to go about doing that is through lethal methods. So they, it's, it's all free. I mean, they hire us and, and they, we come in and, and we basically lower the, the population numbers. And what that ends up doing is making a really good deer herd. So we get a lot of good opportunities. We've got one property, 900 acres, um, and we've got some real good studs. And that's in, so most of it's in Maryland, Montgomery County, Maryland. Um, but we get some, I mean, some great opportunities. You know, we're on parks sometimes where we're in a tree stand and people are riding their bicycles underneath you and you just got to let it go because, you know, five, six minutes later, you got a deer that come. And I mean, you can, you can pile them up, but yeah. it's fun. It's different. What, what but, kind of strategy is there behind that? Now you're trying to lower the numbers. Are you, are you targeting certain deer? Yep. More of a call or what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, a lot of the properties we don't even uh, we some of them they don't even want you to kill bucks, which is kind of heartbreaking. But you know, as 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 you're a volunteer for this program, you're going out there and it's like you know, kill twenty, thirty. I mean, some some of the guys have killed sixty, seventy, eighty deer a year. But you're talking, you know, get these guys to go out there and buy their broadheads and all this other stuff, and they're going out to kill fifteen, twenty deer you can't just say, Hey, only does. So a lot of times what we end up doing is saying like two does before a buck, or if it's a 140 or bigger, or if you can tell it's a five and a half or six and a half year old or older, uh, you know, go ahead and take that deer. But um, yeah, most of the time we're, we're targeting, you know, mature does. Uh, they, you know, tend to produce a little bit in a healthier herd. They produce, uh, you know, two offspring, sometimes three. It's very rare. We see three. Um, we do a lot of QDMA, like I don't know if you can see all these posters and stuff behind me, but you know we'll measure fetus. Um, we'll take part in the sharpshooting programs and stuff like that. It's it, there's a lot to it, and I mean it's I don't know if we got enough time with this uh, with Zoom to <laughs> go into it. But you know, as far as like strategies goes and stuff, I mean we're we're sometimes we're right up next to a tennis court, and sometimes we are in real rural areas where we've got you know agriculture, and we just. You got to strategize just like anywhere else, you know, it's, yeah. uh, so is this usually yeah. done during hunting season, like your normal deer yes. season or is there a different season for this? Uh, well, so some properties are 24, seven, 365. Yeah. 24, seven, very seldom do we hunt at night. Um, I don't think actually, I don't think any of the properties we have right now are 24, seven. I think, uh, I think we've got crop, what they call crop damage or deer management permits for two properties. So we can do 365 does only. In season, um, you can hunt with the weapon that's in season, and you can kill a buck. Um, so, like right now, I can go out with a shotgun and shoot a doe, but I couldn't shoot a buck. We kind of try to hold off this time of year. Obviously, you got a lot of does that are pregnant. You've got shed bucks. You don't want to go out. Just you know, just like if you're late season hunting, yeah. bucks are dropping their antlers. You don't want to go out and shoot them. You know, take that risk and, and shoot a doe, or think you're shooting a doe, and, and find out it's a five and a half year old shed buck. So you know, a lot of tarsal gland glancing with, with binoculars and, and making sure that it is a doe if we're, if we're going out doing stuff like that. So it's, it's interesting. Some properties are shotgun, some are, some are archery only. We don't have any rifle. Like I said, a lot of it's suburban. So it's, uh, yeah, you, it's pretty. What do you guys do with all the meat? Uh, I think this year we donated about 86%. We killed, oh. I think a hundred and something, 140 something deer. I should have pulled up all that stats. Should have had it all ready for you, but um, <laughs> I didn't know which way we we're gonna go. We we're gonna talk about social distancing all night. If we were <laughs> talk about deer hunting, um, but yeah, we we donate a lot of it. Um, I actually just had and sold um, 
a venison walk-in cooler. And we, we use that because our other actual, our, our actual cooler walk-in cooler broke down. So I had a uh, trailer cooler and I could hold eight deer and a keg of beer, which was the most important part, obviously. Important. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we could hold them and, and it, you know, I would just bring it down and it ran off a, a cool bot device and a, and a air conditioner works wow. super well, but yeah, we, I mean, we take them and, now what we're doing, we're working with a lot of different butchers and, and offering it to them to donate. And it's uh, the Feed for, feed the Hungry uh, program is what we're doing. So awesome. majority of them there, some guys at work get them. I give them, I donate them at work and uh, I have an absolute full freezer. So I'm quarantined and eating a ton. <laughs> I was going to say, it's interesting how that all of a sudden like so became much. a huge reality Yeah, that people, and we're, we've been talking about this. I've been talking about this a lot with like um, people in the industry uh, I had a huge conversation today with my friend Tim in the industry, and and we talked about how this can actually help the hunting industry because now people are looking at things differently. Like, man, maybe I yep. should learn to hunt. Maybe I should at least get a crossbow and try to, you know, maybe I should buy a gun and maybe I should, you know, because like you just don't think about that. My neighbor told me they couldn't find red meat for like weeks, and it's I crazy. gave him some venison. He was pumped, but yep. like before that, they weren't able to get red meat. So. Yep. That's uh, I actually Crazy. just, so I write for DeerCast. If you have the Jury Outdoors app, or it's actually a website too. Um, in yeah. one of the articles that was pretty popular last month or this past couple of weeks that I wrote, um, it's like five things you can do while you're being quarantined. And that was one of the topics that I covered because exactly like what you just said, you know, there's, there's no meat in the, in, and it's coming now a little bit more, but at the time there was, there was nothing on the shelves. And if you could take that opportunity yeah. You know, and all of us, we love the spotlight, obviously. I mean, don't, don't get us wrong. And like, we, we, we like to, to pat our own back and beat our chest. And, and we just, we're blessed ultimately with this opportunity to do what we do. But, um, you know, our end goal should be to help grow this, this industry, not necessarily industry, but the community of hunting and, mm-hmm. and fishing and the outdoors. And, you know, if you can, if you can give some meat away to some friends that can't get it, you know, then that's exactly like what you just said, Dave. It was just, it's literally like, hmm, you know, I want to be able to be prepared next time something like this happens and yeah, you mind we're, just, hunting, we're you know? talking about that you know, a couple of podcasts where we're like, we're going to kill two deer per year each now. Heck like yeah. for sure. For sure. <laughs> I mean, we've yep. been hesitant. We actually hunt an airport and on the airport, they have oh, wow, the same cool. concept with tags yeah. where like we can get unlimited tags, but we don't, we have to pay for this. It's not free, but the tags are free if if we want to kill more deer or more turkey whatever but we have been very specific trying not to do that actually trying to get bigger bucks however that actually backfired on us this year because they called and said there's like 70 deer on the runway either you're killing them or we're bringing in people to kill them yeah <laughs> so and then, a little bit backfired. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah i know me. i was gonna say hopefully they call me yeah yep but uh, so tell us about how you hooked up with Burris and what you what you do with them guys. So, all right. So Burris, how does that go back? That went back to um, so I I write for well I just lost one job with this uh, for different out, outdoor magazines, um, and I think at the time I was writing for Wide Open Spaces, and I got somebody that reached out to me on LinkedIn um, from Blue Heron Communications, uh, a guy named Jordan. He he's putting on this hunt out in um, Oklahoma. So they've got a deer hunt going on. Wanted to know if I wanted to come out, test out the Burris Oracle and um, some scopes and, and guns. And I'm not really big into guns. Um, I do hunt with a shotgun. I, you know, Savage 220 is about as crazy as I get. Um, but, you know, I was like, yeah, I'd love to, you know, I loved it. In, in media hunts, I don't know if you guys are familiar, I'm sure you are, but, you know, they take you out and, and they just, 
they treat you like a king, like you're somebody super important. And, you know, deep I've down, never you're, one of those. you're like, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a nobody, but go ahead. Yeah, that's great. And, and uh, it was really cool. So I, I got talking with them and, and linked up with them. And they, uh, so they sent me out a burst Oracle to set on my bow. Um, and it was the rut week in Maryland. And this was back November 11th last Ooh. year. And the day before I put this on my bow, I was shooting an expedition at the time. And I put it on my bow and I was like so confused. I'm like, how does this thing even work? And actually it turned out to be fairly easy to, to set up. Um, I wasn't a fan of how like the cable came down and whatnot, but I just, I figured out my own way to do it. And I, I'm like, fell in love with this thing. And the next morning, um, man, I passed up a handful of bucks and I just had one come in and it was like clockwork. He came right in. I didn't have time to even range. I'm, I self film everything I do. So I'm like kicking the DSLR with my elbow. I've got a grunt tube between my bowstring, like the grunt tubes out of the corner of my mouth in the bowstring. And I'm like, oh shit. So I'm trying to like move this thing in my mouth, take the shot. I end up getting him, got very lucky, got him. Um, and so like three days later, I'm out in Oklahoma and you know, out there, like I said, you know, they want you to, you know, take this, their products and use them and they really want you to put them to use. And so I'd say long story short, but I am like a winded talker. And so, <laughs> so I'm out there and, and I'm filming with deer and deer hunting TV now and doe comes out first morning. I shoot this doe and the Abby, the camera girl, she's like, wow, normally they don't shoot does on TV. And I was like, well, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not normally on TV. So I'm going to shoot this thing, you know, I really want to test this out. If they want my opinion, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put it through the ropes. And, um, we did pass up a nice buck. Um, I went to public the next day. Uh, I was going to try to shoot one on public and ended up shooting my first ever, first and only ever hog at 87 nice. yards with that thing. Wow. Yep. And that's all on camera. I've it got that on my... Did it go it down? dropped. It no. dropped. What broadhead was that? The G5 meat wow. three blade or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. And it was taking us three shots. So here's the funny part is, and I don't, nobody knows this. I don't tell anybody this part, but 31 yards, uh, two of them walked. So I was like walking a fence line and I had these hogs on, you know, on the, on the fence line on private and I could have shot them all day. And then when they moved on to public, 31 yards I draw back miss I'm like shit so I don't know if I can curse it up but so I was like crap and so then I see these other two and I draw back and the first one walks in this like open spot and I'm like just relax 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 and I range it says 87 yards I was like no way but to my defense and before anybody goes crazy about I can't believe you took it's a hog that's it's a hog but I shot and we have so much footage of us shooting at hundred yards at an actual hog target. And I, I like pinwheel I, and I'm not really that good. Yeah. Of a sh I mean, I'm a decent shot, but I'm not like, Oh man, let's watch him shoot. You just get bored. But I was doing very, very well with this. And so I've just like relaxed and this other hog walked right in that spot and I shot and you can hear, I had like a GoPro, a Tacticam, uh, I, I had a lid cam. I had all these cameras running and he just <laughs> sounds like us. And I'm like, Whoa, I, I mean, like if I could smoke a hog, I don't know if that's what you, you call it. I, I mean, the thing went down, like dropped it. And I was like, Oh my God. And then all of these other hogs come running. I'll have to send you the link to the yeah. video. It's, they just come yeah, running at me and I'm at full draw and they're yeah. five steps from me, but they're on the private right on the other side of the fence. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. And it, it didn't happen, but. It was cool. I, thought I, I was losing my life. That happened to me one time. 
shot, yeah. shot one and then the rest of them come running right in. Yeah. And there's nothing between me and them. <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, I'm shooting crossbow. There's no reloading that thing. Oh, I'm yeah. Jeez. Going, ah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be different with an AR. Like or something. Dave, they are, I told yeah. him Dave had a big smile on his face. He thought I was going down. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was filming. I was like, I'm out of here. He's about to it's, get wrecked. It is wild, too, because I like, you know, I've never been hog hunting before. And in my mind, hogs are aggressive you know like you're hunting a grizzly bear or something like and, and these things are like these little ones they're they're like javelins or whatever they call them they're they were smaller and i still was like man these things are coming right at me i don't know what i'm gonna do <laughs> but it was it was fun. dangerous too cool. they can yep. be really dangerous yeah it was a lot of fun but when but, you were when you were there did the tiger king show up or what no nowhere in sight <laughs> you know had no idea who he was until i was quarantined that's hilarious <sighs> that's hilarious it was fun. It's just funny how things like that like take off in times like this where no one's got anything to do and they're like, we just need something to laugh about. You know, I've, I've like been sharing a lot of memes that I find pretty funny. And one was like, if you would have asked me, you know, my New Year's resolution of what I'd be doing 2020. And if somebody said in March, I'd be watching a gay guy who likes to uh, <laughs> play with Tiger, whatever the heck it was. I was like, oh my God, these are just way too much. I don't even understand. Like I'm watching that show and I'm just like, I, and I, the one thing that kind of blew my mind was the, the, when the guy accidentally shot himself, I was like, what the heck? Seriously? That wasn't an accident. Oh, it wasn't an accident? No. I oh, okay. Was I wasn't sure. I didn't understand yeah. that. I guess no. that was on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but the other, crazy. the other guy just didn't know it was planned. Yeah. And he's just like, okay. Are yeah. Are, you, are like, you messing with me? I, uh, no, I think he did it. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting. Wow. The guy, a new boyfriend, like a couple weeks later. Yeah, it was like two weeks, right? Jeez. Yeah, oh my god, tough dude. love. Tough That's love. why I can't wow. watch it. Just, just listening to this, there's no wait way. to see the do it. No way, <laughs> crazy. No way. <laughs> You'll be doing it. Trust me. I'm. I gave it. Only like two teeth total. It was insane. Yeah. Three. Oh, they're like meth addicts and stuff. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. Like I've never. I didn't. You know. I, I. I know there's people that are crazy like that out there. I just. You know. You don't see it normally. I can't believe how good the documentary is though. Like how much they got. Because the guy had everything filmed, Tim. He had like his own camera guy the whole time, through thick and thin, everything. He had a camera guy. There's. I, I guess there's another footage. episode they're gonna put out. I don't right. know how they got that footage. They, I thought they burned down all the footage or something. I don't know. There was still all that footage. It was crazy. <laughs> it's really weird, dude. It is really weird. I have no. I have no words. No words at all. You'll be watching. So, uh, so, so, um, so Oklahoma, the media hunt, that sounds fun. Yep. Now, do you normally, uh, how many of those hunts do you do every year? Is that kind of newer for you or so, you've been doing a lot um, of those? I've been doing them for probably three years now, three, maybe four. Um, I have none of them lined up this year. This year I have a DIY elk hunt for my father's 60th. Um, actually I have it lined up, but my brother-in-law's wedding was supposed to be the second week of May and now he's getting married like day four of the trip. Um, so it's going to be, but, um, normally I don't know, maybe one or two a year. Uh, I do usually a Turkey hunt. Turkey hunts have done a lot of, um, I have one, I have to get an Osceola and I'm done. Um, but yeah, those are, they're very fun. And it, depending on who puts them on and how, you know, how in depth they go with the gear, I'm like a gear junkie. So like, Anytime I could test gear, I absolutely love it. You, know? you would love it here then. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Trailers oh, yeah. full of gear. We yep. pull up the hunt camp, we have a trailer just full of crap. Yeah. And the worst it's- part is you can never find anything. You're like, where the heck's this? Yeah. Where the heck is that? Makes- Where's my knife? And literally we're scrambling. We always take something new. 
And then we're yeah. all yelling at each other later, like, why'd you take a new one? And you just couldn't have took a year. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Like, where's that crossbow? Just grab another one. Oh, my gosh. Do you guys collect coolers, too? Is coolers yeah, in there? we have a lot of coolers. I have so many coolers and backpacks. <laughs> yeah, backpacks. Like, yeah. I, I just, people, I, everybody comes over and, hey, do you got any? Yep, I'm sure I do. Just go over there. Yeah. You'll find it. Go check it Thanks. out. We went to, uh, we went to uh, our bear hunt in Canada a few years back. Oh, my God. We had so much stuff. Kevin's got an RV. It was like full of gear. Then we had a trailer full of gear. Then we had all these other people who brought gear for us. We didn't know what to expect. We're like, I don't know. Let's just bring the UTV. Let's bring all this crap. Yeah. Next thing you know, there's just stuff everywhere. It's fun. I mean, it's, literally everywhere. It's definitely, definitely <laughs> so blessed hilarious. to be able to do that. Yeah, and it is share, interesting. You know. It's interesting to me, um, and I wish people could experience it, because a lot of people go out and they'll buy all these things, right? And they're like, oh, I got to get this outfit. I got to get this. I got to get that. At the other end, when I'm, when I'm, I got all this stuff for free and I'm, I can play with anything. And right. to be honest, it's almost like you feel like a little overwhelmed because you yeah. have all these things. And like, whereas a, per, a normal person's like going to buy a pair of Burris binoculars and they're going to use that pair and they're going to treat them like, you know, it's a brand new car, you know, 100%. I have like six pairs, you know what I mean? Yep. So like, it's yep. not as big of a deal to leave one laying around. Like yep. Jamie's got one right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yep. it's different. Speaking of gear, so, you want to see what you want to see what showed up this weekend or this week? Uh oh. Oh, nice. you like that? It, Burris fast nice. fire. Yep. What's it, that going? on? What like are you putting it on? Thirteen seconds. What are you putting uh, on? You put on an AR handgun. Put on my twenty-two it, Smith and Wesson. I have it on a Black Eagle or Black. What is it called? See, this is I'm not a gun guy, but it's Desert a, Eagle, Super Eagle Three, Super Eagle from Benelli. Oh, yeah, turkey yeah, hunting. Shotgun. yeah. So last Ooh, year I was trying to, uh, I was trying to, I'm trying to build an online course and I haven't told anybody, well, a few people in the industry, but now I see them popping up everywhere. So last year I didn't even turkey hunt. I just brought people turkey hunting and I was doing a learn to hunt nice. course for turkey hunting. And they sent me that gun. And I'm like, man, I got to try this thing out before it's too late. You know, cause we were just like, I was trying to, the concept and, and, you know, and we go back to this, all this gear stuff that we get and, and we're blessed, but. <laughs> At the end of the day, too, you know, I, I do buy a lot of my stuff. And an 870 works just as good for me half the time as anything else that I have. And so I, I wanted to make the course where you go out with bare minimum. Like you're going to Walmart, just you don't have to have fancy to enjoy hunting. And I think that's a lot of times you get overwhelmed with all the stuff that comes out. And, and if you can introduce somebody with this, quote unquote, lower end stuff, I guess, um, you know, so I, I went out and I'm like, no, I was like, we're not going to take it. We're just going to, we're going to go with the 870 and, you know, a couple guys ended up shooting two or three turkeys. And I'm like, man, last couple of days and I had to go out and I, I couldn't get on one. And I wanted to shoot one so bad because of that, that Burris. And I was like, man, <laughs> and I never got to do it. And I was so upset and I have it and they want it back. And I'm probably, probably shouldn't say this, but I'm like the worst. They've been asking for it back forever. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get it back to you. I'll get it back. No, I can't. I'm quarantined. I can't go to the post office. So I got to have it for like a month. Yeah. I don't know how long I'm going to have it yeah, for. But you make a great point, though. Just, the, you know, it doesn't need to be complex to go out and hunt. Simplistic, you know, is, is a, a lot of the times better than, better than nothing. 100%. You need camo. You need a weapon. You need something to sit on. And you need a, you need a switch, right, James? So you can yep. play your I feel like you got to have your Nintendo Switch. So some Fortnite. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, you know, when I think of that, those comments, and I think of like in the bow specific market, 
um, a lot of bow companies offer package deals. And I think people don't realize how good those deals are. Kevin and I were talking today about the conversions from Bowtech and we we're talking about how it's like, it came as a package. So like people could just buy it, you know yeah. what I mean? And like, you have your site, you have your rest, you have your yep. quiver. You might still need some arrows and some little stuff, but realistically you can get away for cheap. I know bear archery Heck, has yeah. a ton like that. Yep. I know. And obviously they're not shooting no burrs, you know, top of the line, you know, Correct. Go, and, and that's going to help you. But um, these are, you know, if you have to get through and, and at least to get you outdoors to learn, to get started in the, in the business yep. or get started in the, in the love for the heritage, that's the best way to go. We even did a video recently, I don't know, it was about uh, maybe eight months ago now. I guess it's been a while, but it was like, uh, so I bought a bow on Amazon. That was the title. And so we bought like the cheapest Chinese bow there was just to show off like you can, if this is what yeah. you need to do, if you want to spend 200 bucks and go the cheapest way, cause you don't care. Or if it's something new to you that you just want to see if you like it. Right. But like I told the guys, if I buy this bow, the odds are, and I like archery and I want to stick in it. The odds are I'm going to go to a pro shop, right? I'm going to go to the yep. pro shop and at the pro shop, I'm going to probably buy a better bow because they're going to look at me and go, what the heck are yeah. you shooting? You can't shoot that. You know, yeah. I guarantee it. It's like, it's, yep. I could already like, they will be like, what is this thing? You, you know, you got to at least get it this. It is tough. You know? It is. Tough. So if they're going to step up, they're going to step up. You know, that so that I used that G2 cruiser last year and took that, that buck with it. Cause buck, cause bear wanted me to shoot one of their cheaper bows. So Bear asked Kevin to shoot a bow that was basically because of his age. They wanted to prove that, hey, if you're older, this bow is great too. You can shoot this bow as a young age and an older age because you can adjust the weight so much on it. Okay. And so sure enough, he went out there and shot his freaking first buck with this bow. That's, awesome. that's With the bow. And I mean, it was amazing. Like, that's I was like, awesome. are you serious? He says, picture of this yeah. buck. We're like, what? It, there needs, in my opinion, there needs to be more of that because, it, you know, I did the, I, I did like the YouTube sponsored hunting stuff and, and with some of my best friends that are, we're mediocre hunters at best, like at best, we're okay. We're like the okayest hunters. I've, I've seen that. And, you know, once we started getting some, some revenue in and some products, it started to be all about posting, like, well, look what we have. We're so cool. Like, and then, and then finally, like, we just were like, Hey, we're not that cool let's talk about this. Let's go back to our, you know, our roots. Like we don't need to, you don't have to have the best and the best to enjoy it. You just have to get out there and do it. Find somebody that, that does it already, ask them to take you out and, and go hunting. And, and, and I'll tell you, I don't know what I'd be doing. I, I'd probably be a lot wealthier um, or I'd be I'd still be poor, but I'd be not as poor um, yeah. if I didn't get into hunting. Um, but I definitely wouldn't have a freezer full of venison right now. And that's true. Times where I need it most, but. Yep. Yeah, I, I think I think with these companies though, you can't first off, you can't knock them for showing off their best stuff because that's where they sure. probably make their most profit. Yep. But the other thing is, um, that's what they want you to buy. You know, Matthews doesn't put out a nice brand new bow and they want you to buy their cheap bow. They want you to spend the money, get the top notch and be pumped and show other people so they buy it. It's a marketing thing. I get it. Yeah. Yep. Um, at the same time though, I agree hundred percent. If 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 it's a matter of just getting outdoors, then yeah, it's, it can be very simplified. I mean, very simplified. Yep. Uh, but if it's a matter of showing off what's in the market, then yeah, I mean, of course, it's like a Ferrari or, you know, everybody wants to show off something, right? It's not you like still it have, matters. It could be a car a hunter, company, it could be anything. Yeah, you still have to pay the bills. And, and if that's what they want you to shoot. And, and me, like, I can golf with the, the basic golf clubs, hand-me-downs, whatever, but I'm not a big golfer. If I was a big golfer, I'd got to, I probably have to have, 
Yeah, I probably have to know a little bit. Yeah, you know, and, <laughs> and so that's how I am with hunting. And I have doesn't matter the hobby. Look yeah. at Kevin and fishing. He'll spend freaking thousand dollars yep. a shanty, yep. uh, ten poles he's bought my son a pole. You know, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, you're spending hundreds of dollars yeah. fishing. I mean, you know, lures and so it yeah. doesn't matter what the, the hobby boat. is. It's just you pick. Yeah, the <laughs> boat. Jeez, oh, Pete, that's years of boat, brand new boats. <laughs> at the end of the day, I think if you're enjoying it, no matter what you you know spend your money on, it's it. I mean, that's why you work. You, you yeah, I'm actually, spend it on. I don't know about you guys, but like, so during this quarantine thing, we, you know, in Michigan, uh, the governor said that you could still do outdoor activities. So turkey hunting is around the corner. I am planning to go. I'm trying to find a way to go somewhere closer. So I have to spend the night or do anything. Right. So I'm probably going to go back to state land where I used to hunt, which I think you refer to as public. Yep. And uh, we call it state land in Michigan, but call so, state land in New York. Yep. And so, so the state land, my thought is to go to the state land cause I can get a tag over the counter. It's a couple weeks, whatever. But the point is, is like, I don't even, it's like, cool. I want to shoot Turkey. No problem. But I'm more excited about putting my bow on my backpack, going out there and just literally being gone for the day, going yeah. through the woods, looking for morel mushrooms, doing tons of extra things, social distance, hunter distancing with yeah. whoever goes with me that they might be, you know, <laughs> hundred yards away doing their own thing. Right. But as long as we're safe in the same region area, sure. so we don't, you know, if someone gets hurt, you know, how it is in the field. Right. So, but that's what I'm excited about. Like, I just, I really want to do that and pay my 98 cents a gallon for gas, wherever it's going for right now. I'm so excited about that. Amazing. Wear a glove, some perks. pump, you know, <laughs> there are some perks. Oh man. It is. It's uh, interesting. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, my father's coming down this weekend. He's been off. And so we told him to stay up there, you know, make sure he doesn't have any symptoms and then he can come down and, you know, we've got some yard work to do, but we're going to try to get, try to get out and do some turkey hunting this year. Just like you said, it's just kind of, it's an escape. It. You got it's it. Getting, it's like getting some, bad. some people like going bar hopping and you know, you can't yeah. do that right now. Turkey hunting, you can do that by yourself. And that's kind of another benefit to, to being a hunter and, and an outdoorsman and mouth you calls. Know, <laughs> Running gun, baby. Yep. Just, just do it. Just get out there and do it. And they, Pennsylvania. So I, as I said, I live in Pennsylvania. I bought a house. that's right by a, they stocked this trout Creek and April 18th, I think is when it was supposed to open. And yesterday, or I don't know. My days are all blurred. I think it was yesterday. <laughs> There's all these trucks going by and I'm like, what the heck are they doing? And now I, I don't work out, but I have to because I'm going to Idaho. So I took my son for a hike yesterday and all these cars are all over by the creek. And I'm like, what's going on? So then I Google search, come to find out Pennsylvania opened trout season up two weeks early. Oh, and every, but they Smart. did that. Yeah. And they, they did it because they don't want in, in Pennsylvania. Like I've, since I've lived here, I'm driving around during opening day of trout season, I'm not even thinking about trying to go because it is asked out. <laughs> I mean, everybody is next to each other trying to get the same hole. And so that was the, and they didn't announce it. Apparently they just said, Hey, if you can see this wherever you are, maybe if you're one of our couple hundred wow. followers on Facebook, we're opening it up tomorrow. And so, yeah, people were out there fishing. So, so they, they were, and so they were stocking it, right? They were, I don't think there's, yeah, I don't think they're stocking it. Um, okay. I didn't look into that so much, but usually, so usually I get notifications when, when each, you know, creek's been, or I call them creek where I'm from, but um, each creek's been, yeah, when it's been stocked. Um, and I haven't got any of those, but I mean, there's, there's people fishing and that's the thing I like, you, you know, like Dave said, just get outside and do your hunter distancing, I guess. And, uh, awesome. 
Yeah, so excited. for sure. Yep, for that's sure. What, we have been so, doing uh, that off and on the last couple of weeks, and it's just been nice to be able mm-hmm. to get out of the house and do something. Absolutely. Turkey yeah. Turkey season isn't absolutely. here yet, and you can actually just get out and had a nice When's little your, walleye meal the other day. So. When does your turkey uh-huh. season start? Uh, turkey season starts actually right about now. Yeah. Oh, right. it is now. You're right. Mid-April. Yeah. Yep. I pulled. So yeah. I, I can't wait. I'm just so excited. <laughs> yeah. I just want to walk the way. I don't even care. I'd call Kevin. I'm like, you got to grab all this stuff for me and put it outside. I got to come grab it. I well, need certain when things. When you're stuck inside so much, now now we're stuck inside until uh, at least May 1st here in Michigan. They oh, just yeah. This thing. And uh, yeah, you're, you're just, your mind's racing with things to do. You know, oh yeah. What, what can I do to get out? So. Yep. Yeah. You know what, Tim, uh, where I'm going to go, uh, I think where I'm going to go back to Deford where I normally hunt, there's like a river that runs back behind it. So like one of my thoughts is I'm going to find or talk to Kevin, see if we have like a breakdown fishing pole I can like pack in so I can just go start fishing while I'm turkey hunting. I don't even care if I get a turkey. I just want to go out there. <laughs> I'm yeah, so excited. Yep. I get a, if I get a turkey, I'll be more happy, but I can care less. I'm going to bring a GoPro. So in case something cool happens, yep. Hey, I'm All right, Dustin, uh, we do have to not being yeah. able to hunt or not we being able to, to camp. So. <laughs> yeah. Do have to wrap it up because of Zoom and their time limits. But uh, any place people can go to learn about you, your Instagram or anything like that? Um, yeah, Dustin Prevo on Instagram, D-U-S-T-I-N-P-R-I-E-V as in Victor O. Um, I'm on DeerCast. Uh, Google me, I guess. I don't know. I'm not that cool. You're not going to have a whole lot of fun <laughs> following me. But I do uh, I do some some odd things. Um top pin outdoors on youtube was our channel so um just Excellent. random stuff it's fun just have fun right, cool i gotta live hey, life hey, uh, hey dustin thanks yeah. for what you do man 34 hey. years i'm retired that's awesome congratulations to you it's been eight years of retirement it's a good life <laughs> picked a good yeah it's good for you thank you <laughs> thanks <laughs> dustin guys and uh, make sure you and uh thanks for watching guys listen to the podcast we'll see you next time on the baller plant podcast see you guys This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.